Welcome back to What She Watching Podcast. I'm Shelly. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Andra. We're glad you're back for another week of holiday season movies. Yes, and Shelly, this is our last week of oh. holiday season movies, right? Yes. Well, we this is our last week of holiday season movies, and I think it's going to be our last week for 2023. Yep. Um, we're going to take a brief hiatus for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some family stuff going on, just a lot of, you know, moving parts. So we will be back mm-hmm. on, hold please, hold please, let me pull up my handy dandy calendar. We'll be back on the 3rd, uh, the 3rd yes. of January 2024. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and I think that first episode back, we're just going to do our favorites of 2023. So mm-hmm. we'll just yeah. be discussing our favorite TV shows that we watched in 2023 and movies that we got movies. to mm-hmm. in 2023. Yeah. So that'll talks. be our first episode. Yeah, a year in review. It's a year in review. Um, I have a. I made a list today of the movies that I have yet to see that are like mm. top of my list that I'm dying mm-hmm. to see. That are kind of like the critically acclaimed best. They're yeah. making the best of list, and then you know we're we're getting into a word show talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So those are always on the top of my list, and you know us being normals, normies, we don't get to see movies early so right. maybe that'll for change now. one day for now someday for now but yeah yeah i mean we don't get to get the sneak previews mm-hmm. but that would be really cool um but we we definitely need to check out what is going on in the award mm-hmm. world we used to be so good at that just like so on good. top of it mm-hmm. we yep. need to make it our super bowl again yes we do we do. The I Golden Globes. I do yes. too. I love award shows in general. The Golden Globes are quite different this year, but they announced their nominees. Um, you know all the drama with the Golden Globes and like they didn't have the show. They were accused of being like kind of a corrupt body of okay. the foreign press. You know, it was like the Hollywood the foreign, foreign press. press. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they're coming back a little revamped, and it's not on NBC anymore. It's going to be on CBS streaming. Like you can stream it. Um, I don't remember who's hosting. It could be, I don't know. But do you know my favorite award show has always been the Golden Globes because you get the combination of TV oh. and movie stars TV in one room. And movies, and you mm-hmm. can also. It's kind of like a precursor to. The Academy Awards, you can kind of see mm-hmm. if you were going to do a draft pick or a draft yes. pick, if you will. You can see we should do. The, we should. We should do an Oscar bracket when that time comes. Please. Yes, we, we have to. Yep. We have to. But you can kind of do that with the Golden Globes. It's a good way to pick, mm-hmm. like, what is going to what is gonna win. Yeah. Or at least be nominated. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, so I love the Golden Globes, and it just seems more casual because it's more of a dinner atmosphere. And yeah, and they're all getting drunk, know. and they're exactly. just having fun. And that's always fun you know? to see. Yes, I love seeing uh, drunk celebrities hang out with Me each too. other. It's entertaining. It is. 
And I mean, I don't care, but the all-time greatest hosts of the Golden Globes were Tina and Amy for like three years straight. Uh, the best, the funniest, the best. It just like yeah. always had everybody laughing, moved Perfect. along, no yeah. awkwardness, hilarious. Great, great hosts. Yes, but I don't think they're going to be back. I don't think they're going to do it again. We'll see. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. So anyways, we're going to, I'm like, my goal is these next weeks of the year that we have left Uh is to like get to a lot of these movies that are, I'm just dying to get to. Yes. Same. Movies and television shows that I've kind of put off. Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot of the past few months that, um, and I'm still so far behind. I feel like I'm about three years behind. So (laughs) I'm getting back to it, but just be patient with me. It's okay. You're good. (laughs) You're good. It's fun. fun. Yes. What else have you been, what else have you been watching lately? Um, to, you know, pass the time, whatever. Okay. So, um, there's a movie that came out on Netflix this past week called Leave the World Behind. My friend Did you recommended watch this? me that movie. I have okay. not watched it. We watched I it. It's amazing. It is. It's a uh, Julia Roberts, um, Sam Esmail. Remember the flub I had on the Julia Roberts episode? I said it was Sam Raimi. Yes. That was his new movie. Yes. No, it was Sam Esmail, who did like Mr. Robot and uh, uh-huh. Homecoming. He's worked with Julia on a couple of things. Um, so this is based on a book. It's uh, quite terrifying, but a really great, great movie. It's um, it's an apocalyptic movie, and I, I really think leave the it's, world behind. Yep, leave the world behind. Okay. It's just uh, Ethan Hawke plays Julia Roberts' oh. husband. Like, what a duo! Uh, Mahersha Ali um, plays. Oh, this- I know exactly which yep. movie this is. Yep. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm with yes. you now. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks I, really good. It is really good, and I won't spoil anything, but. The ending is quite controversial, but I loved the ending. I just think people need to think about the story a bit more before you get pissed off about the ending. Um, so just think about, you know, the world ending. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I'm uh-huh. not spoiling anything, but it was a great movie. Um, I me. recommend it. It's terrifying. I think it's probably the most realistic prop. You know, we say this a lot, but I feel like this is really how it's going to be if that time ever mm-hmm. comes, which is totally like you could like, it's, it's not a, something that's scary, scary world out there right now. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say that. Yes, it's it a is. Scary world. And if you, if you, um, from the female race, you're, mm. it's a little scarier. I'm, I'm Especially in the state we're living in. I mean, it just is. Yeah, it's not. It is. It's just true. <laughs> it's, it's just true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw something. You know, we can't. You know, students can't read *Handmaid's Tale*, but they sure are forcing it on our state. Um, huh. You know what I mean? Anyway, I can't. Yeah. Deal with that discussion at the moment because it just. I know. 
uh enrages me um same any kind of censorship does Mm -hmm. it's a you know i love libraries and um, all of that i just can't deal with it censorship and control over women's censorship and control and just over Mm -hmm. you know just control um yeah yeah over weaker people you know i i feel like that's kind of the lifelong um issue but it's it's scary right now so uh, i definitely want to take a look at that movie yes take a look at it it is good julia i've never quite seen her in this type of role before um she's plays an unlikable character but she does it so well that you can like find the humanity in her because Uh it's julia um mahershala ali is so just magnetic like he's just such a presence phenomenal in anything he does he like Mm -hmm commands the presence of the room you know what i mean yeah just yeah very i don't know i don't know he's 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 a presence yeah for sure yep he is um so we watched that movie also shelly we did get into the way down the documentary that you're talking about on hbo Mm -hmm. the gwen shamblin uh we finished that one quite quickly it's it's hard not to stop watching it really oh my god Oh and you're right. Oh it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating and also infuriating. Talking about like control and abuse of power. Oh. Jeez, so uh-huh. easy. Um, good gosh, she just like progressively got crazier looking, and I don't mean to like disparage her looks or anything, but like it. My hair was I a mean, look. It's, it's kind of like you know. I I was expecting them when they were talking about her like hairstyle to say it was a giant hair piece and then they said no that is teased hair her hairdresser talked yeah her hairdresser was like talking about doing her hair for free always well everybody did everything for free yes her husband what the heck i mean that guy was just a fame whore like he just wanted to be famous yeah yeah do it in the church i mean yeah she's there for it she was Yep. It was crazy. Abuse of power. power. Turned into a cult. Uh, We're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. And then we are. The documentary is just, it's very eye opening. And I'm watching, I'm watching one um, called Let Us Pray on on HBO. Oh, yeah. Fundamentalist Baptist. And it's very similar. It takes your stomach (laughs) turn. Like, piss you off even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're just ranting and raving, so uh, we are head to the movie part. Sorry, yeah, it's just been one of those weeks. We've we've had yeah, a lot was... going on in our state that infuriates us, and some mm-hmm. I don't know personal stuff just to add on to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah, yeah, just and we're yeah, but yeah. It, um, I definitely I want to check that one out. I there's another show I want to watch, and I don't know. Um, I, I've kind of seen a brief preview. I got Leave the World Behind and this mm. show confused because it came out at the same time with Clive Owen and a younger actress. I don't know who it is, but it's on Hulu and it's a show and it's uh-huh. called, um, I, I think it's called At the End of the World or something. Oh, uh, yes. Kind of dystopian as well. 
Yep, I want to so watch that. Check yep. that one out. Yes, I would like to watch that. That's on my I list. I love and I haven't seen him in a while. I know. Also has the British girl. Oh. That one? That one British girl? <laughs> that one. That narrows it down, doesn't it? All the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Shelly, what have you been watching this oh, past week? Um, well, okay, so I'm about to. Everybody knows I'm a nerd. Everybody knows I'm a nerd. <laughs> but I, I'm a really big nerd. I really love Doctor Who. And yes, the thing is, like, I love Doctor Who, but I specifically love David Tennant as Doctor Who. He yes. is my favorite Doctor, and I mean that was like. Back in the mid two thousands, like you know, mm-hmm. eight to whatever. Um. So recently, Disney Plus has released mm-hmm. three specials, three Doctor Who specials, yeah. with David Tennant and a former um, um, companion of Doctor mm-hmm. Who, um, Donna Noble, and it just mm-hmm. it, it satisfied it's... my nerd heart so much. So yes. I mean, Andrew can see it on the TV behind me. I, I was about to ask. I see David playing. Tennant back there. Yes. Yeah, those are, mm-hmm. I have to go back and start watching the originals. And uh, for those of you who have not seen it, uh-huh. it's on HBO. Okay. All the seasons. It's fabulous. It is the corniest show. You have to go in knowing. <laughs> it's kind of like when you watch Star Trek or Star Wars, okay? Right. You know yeah. you are suspending reality for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like got that early 2000s cheese vibe. Um, as yeah. the seasons progress, it, it kind of mm-hmm. gets even better and better. Um, it's a sci-fi show. I mean, yeah, he's a time lord who travels in space and time. Yes. So there's that. Yes. But it's David Tennant and he's fabulous. Um, <laughs> so I've been watching that. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched. Um, I love it. A movie with my friend. We watched the night before, which is an older movie. It's from 2015. It's got my favorites in it. It's got um, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Anthony okay. Mackie, mm-hmm. but it also has like Jillian Bell and Mindy Kaling and Lizzie Kaplan. It's nice. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's funny. And it's a uh, Christmas it's movie, right? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's three friends. They go out to try to find this fabulous party, this underground party. It's stupid, but it's really funny. Um, <laughs> they get into hijinks. Yeah. You know. As they do. You know. As they, as do. they do. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's good. I really like it. And um, Jillian Bell. Did I say Jillian Bell was on it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Jillian mm-hmm. Bell. She's one of my favorites. I love her. She's one I feel I like her. doesn't get as much attention as she mm-hmm. should. But I, I, I think she is absolutely hilarious. Oh, and... Um, the girl from Broad City with curly, curly hair, the short curly Alana hair. Alana Glazier. Alana, Alana Glazier. Glazier. She's in it. I love her. Yeah. I love her. She, you would love her part in it. She's hilarious. <laughs> um, she just keeps stealing their weed and running away. And um, I don't want to give it away, but she's she's one of the best characters in the movie. Oh, so I watched Broad that. City. Broad City was one of my favorite comedies ever um, as well. It like, I love her. Hilarious. It's Hilarious. the best. Irreverent um, comedy that's just a laugh a minute funny. Yes. Every episode. Every episode will have you 
in stitches, if you will. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> Jillian Bell, um, this is, I don't think I've ever mentioned that I watched the show, but the animated Harley Quinn series on HBO Max, on Max. Do you is know about the show? She voices Poison Ivy. Um, and um, Kaylee Cuoco voices Harley Quinn for the show. Yes, it's amazing, Shelly. You got to watch it. I think there's three Why seasons. I'm really surprised that you are watching a Harley Quinn series. <laughs> hey, that is, I think, more surprising than anything else. I, I'm impressed. Listen, like the superhero genre at whole, like most of it. Whatever, but if it's an interesting character like Harley Quinn, I'm down. Um, I loved the Margot Robbie Birds of Prey movie, too. Uh, amazing, it's the most underrated comic book superhero movie ever. Like, just visually, like, visually amazing. The action sequences, yeah, amazing. She, I mean, it's phenomenal. Like with yes. her action sequences. Yes. You just want to be like her. You're like, like oh my I, God, she is the biggest badass oh, I've ever badass. seen. I freaking love that movie. Um, oh. I love like all the other characters, like all the birds of prey, uh-huh. like her side character. Uh-huh. I loved all of them. And I wish they would have like done more. But as you know, uh-huh. it's a story about a woman superhero. So. It's not going to get the resources that all the other mm-hmm. ones are. Um, Suicide well, Squad's were like okay, especially in in like the DC universe. Yes. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go too far in the weeds, but yeah, you can see more of that. Like you see more feminine, like mm-hmm. female empowerment in the Marvel series. DC is okay, you know, but it's like yeah, put more into it. Put your you've got resources really good characters. Into it. I mean, Wonder how many Woman times? Great. Yes. Wonder but, Woman, but, the first one was amazing. Amazing. Uh-huh. Um, the second one, it was due to COVID. All that during that time period. It was all weird. I just feel like so many things got, were underrated mm-hmm. during that time period in COVID. Yes. Because yeah. they just didn't have the hype. And no. nobody was able to go see them. And we were in the nope. middle of a yeah. global pandemic. We were. But it's like. It like the what's his name James Gunn or something has taken over the DC, so they're going to revamp all the DC stuff. Well, what does that mean? He cuts uh, no more Wonder Woman. He's announced no more Wonder Woman. Not happening. No uh, Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn. Not happening. What we are going to revamp is guess what? All the all the other Batman's and the. The stuff that has been revamped thousand times. times. Yes. I don't want to see another Superman movie. I love Batman, but I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. leave Batman alone for a while. You need to leave him alone for a good decade. Because Christopher Nolan's first is the top. Michael Mm -hmm. Keaton, like Tim Burton ones, are the second. Yeah. Everything else, you just need to leave him alone. Leave Leave it alone alone for a while. Leave it alone. Make people miss it. Yes. You know? (laughs) Yes. Because if they it's yeah, constantly being remade. Yeah, wants to watch that's it. what they're doing. Um, and I really think that Superman is the first movie they're revamping. Like that's the one that they're revamping. Okay. 
How do we get on the? Oh yes, Harley Quinn. There's an animated series on HBO Max. It is hilarious, amazing. Welcome to ADD Hour. <laughs> um, three seasons. It got picked up for a fourth. It's hilarious. Like it's a comedy that makes fun of DC. Like really, it's got all the characters in it, and it's amazing. It's amazing. I need to watch this. I like twenty-minute episodes. Like poison. I don't want to spoil anything, but like You're poison fine. I'll ivy. Forget it because my brain is trash. Poison ivy and Harley Quinn play a legit couple in like. Uh, That's awesome. Yes, like oh, I thought it's of you last night. So I was watching a doctor. Sorry, I'm going back. <laughs> I was watching a Doctor Who episode from 2007. Uh huh. And I I remember it's from 2007 because I looked it up. I looked up the episode before because Andrew Garfield was in it. It was from 2007. What? Anyway, this is an episode, and they're, like, in this, like, traffic jam in this other world. And, you know, Doctor Who has always been good with the LGBTQ community. And, like, there's Mm -hmm. this this family that's talking to this other family on a radio, and he calls Mm -hmm. them the sisters. And then the lady Uh goes, we're not sisters. We're a married (laughs) couple. I told you that. Uh, and there are these old grannies <laughs> knitting and it was the cutest thing i was like oh, doctor who so progressive oh in 2007 <laughs> yeah that is yeah yeah that is progressive totally anyway that made me think of it totally. yes but yeah that's that's what i've been watching um <laughs> we kind of got off on a few side tangents there but we did now that we're okay. 20 minutes in yes it's okay that's all right. It, yeah. It's our last episode of of our first season of the year. Right? Of the first year. season, the first season for us. We're gonna start season two in January. It, it's yep. our last episode of the year. Mm-hmm. We're really glad that, and we're proud of this. It's small, but mm-hmm. we've really made an effort, and we're hoping to, you know, figure some new things out and mm-hmm. try to update things next season. And yes, we're glad you're here with us. Exactly. Everything Shelly just said. Really, the people that have like told us that they listen, it means a lot. So, it does. thank you. It yeah. does. Thank you. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to this. Yes. Um, <laughs> All of so you, Andrew, 10 people out there. You, you 10 know. subscribers. Y'all are the real. Y'all are. The real are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, what, what movie are you going to do this weekend? Or? Um, Shelly. I have been dying and waiting, been waiting to do since this we movie. started this to do this movie. Totally. This is one of my all time favorites. You know, my letterbox top four, uh-huh. you know, is this is in my letterbox top four permanently. Um, I am doing the 2015 Todd Haynes movie called Carol, starring Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. Loosely yep. based on a true story, right? Yes, and loosely based. Well, it is adapted also from a book by Patricia Highsmith that I will I will um, mention. I will get into all that fascinating stuff from from Patricia Highsmith. Um, Shelley, what movie are you doing? Well, um, I am doing the holiday. Um, it is the two thousand six movie. I can't believe it's 2006. I can't either. Very old. Yep. Um, 
And I, you know, I'm going first this week, so I guess I'll just kind of get into yep. it here. Okay. Um, but I'm, uh, 2006, it's a movie by director, writer, Nancy Myers. I love her I'm movies, just, um, by the way. Her movies are phenomenal. She's, she's got great movies. Let me read some of her movies here. Classics. Um, yes. And, and just to, while I'm looking this up here, she wrote this whole script with these four uh, main actors in mm-hmm. mind for each oh, role. Wow. So for Jack Black, Jude mm-hmm. Law, um, other people auditioned, but she wrote she wrote it with them in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like Private Benjamin, something's got to give, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good at like good comedy, rom-com especially. Mm-hmm. And this is very, you know, very rom-com. Um, yes. I don't always lean toward rom-com, but I do <laughs> love this because I feel like it has a little bit of a different vibe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, reading some articles for this, there were some, you know, some negative reviews, as there always will be haters. It, it, yes. you, know, they do have good points. They do have some good points. It is kind of formulaic. There are some overused tropes. You know, it could be a little predictable, but... It also has really great heart. And I feel like there's a lot of mm. like quality elements to this movie that you wouldn't find on like the holiday. Not that, I mean, the holiday's <laughs> yes. cute. Maybe I love Emma. Emma um, mm-hmm. What is Robert? Which Emma? Emma Roberts. There's Emma so Roberts. many Emmas. There is. There's yep. so many Emmas, and it's just confusing. Emma Roberts. <laughs> I, I do love that movie. But it's I, I, I know like what you're saying because mm-hmm. um yeah you know what I'm saying it's like yeah there's there's a good drive to it you know um so I'm just gonna read the synopsis briefly for those who haven't watched the movie um in London we start out with Iris Simpkins who is Kate Winslet's character this may be one of my most relatable Kate Winslet movies by the way I, I just yeah I just find myself nodding and crying and laughing with her. Um, (laughs) Iris Simpkins writes a wedding column, which is ironic, writes a wedding column in a newspaper and uh, nurtures an unrequited love for her colleague, Jasper Bloom. Jasper. Rufus Sewell. Rufus Sewell always plays a really good, like, slime bag. He He does. Yep, he does. Um, Near, I think he's got the accent down, you know, kind of the arrogant, like, yeah. Sure, he's a nice dude. Um, it's also just something Christmas, about his expressions, his facial yeah, expressions. He just kind of has that know. look of mm-hmm. I'm a cad, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, near Christmas, she's informed that Jasper is engaged to marry another colleague, and her life turns upside down. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he had been playing her. He'd been playing yes, her. Yes, he had. Um, in Los Angeles, the movie trailer maker Amanda Woods, played by Cameron Diaz, um, has just split up with her unfaithful boyfriend, Ethan, and wants to forget him. Like, she kicks him out. She she keeps asking him. She knows. She mm-hmm. knows he has slept with his secretary, but she has to yeah. hear it from his lips. Yeah. I get that. I get mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. But you have to know. But she just, and yep. Wants, and she's like, goodbye. Um, mm-hmm. Through a house exchange website, which is a real website, by the way. House exchange. It is. Or home exchange. Home exchange, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, through a house exchange website, Amanda impulsively swaps her mansion, and I mean mansion, mansion for Iris's cottage in Surrey for the holidays. I love the cottage. Surrey, uh, 
Cottage is amazing. And I'll talk about that in a bit. While in Surrey, Amanda meets Iris's brother, Jude Law, and book editor Graham, and they fall in love with each other. Can I tell you how big of a crush I have on Jude Law? At this point, in my well, life. you and every every straight girl at I the time, really straight woman. He was he, the hot, beautiful. He was the hottie. I mean, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Meanwhile, Iris meets her new next door neighbor, the ninety year old screenplay writer Arthur. I love him. I love he was him. The best. Who yep. helps her retrieve her self esteem and the film composer Miles Jack Black, whom she falls <laughs> in love with. Now, yes. If Jack Black is in a movie, I'm going to love it because I love Jack Black at first as a human, Mm -hmm. second as just a crazy person. I feel his vibes and I love him and love Mm -hmm. his confidence in his crazy. And third, he's funny. He's funny as all get out. He's over the top, but Mm -hmm. you know, he's not a jerk. He just seems very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm sorry. There's my Jack Black rant. Jack Black rant. He's multi-talented in many ways because uh-huh. he's very musically gifted. He's got the band. He can do music stuff. Um, and he's a great physical comedian, comedian. I mean, oh. he's just like the only guy. Like he's he's just the one and only Jack Black. There's nobody else like, like him. Who is it? And he just doesn't, he like does not care what other people think. You know, mm-hmm. I love that he doesn't have like the studly body but he still acts like he he does not care <laughs> i respect mm-hmm. and love that about him yes he's, he's just a funny guy and yes he also I, I like his work because he always um he's not afraid to make fun of himself um mm-hmm. but teach a lesson with it i i love it so yeah. i i think he he was kind of an unlikely um very romance for Kate Winslet but mm-hmm. watching it as a 40 year old woman I'm like I want yeah. Jack Black in my life 110 yes. I want this character he's mm-hmm. the sweetest guy the most genuine and authentic like 100 yeah. percent back Love. back in the day I remember people just complaining about that like uh they put Jack Black with Kate Winslet you know um and Maybe back then I agreed with it, but now I'm like, no, I can totally see. I, I see this. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah, I get it because he's awesome. Yes, he's awesome. And like the total antithesis of the the man she's hung up on. You know, total. Yep, totally. The, to kind of get into it, like, um, so Kate, Kate's character, uh, Iris, you know, is, is hung up on her her colleague and editor. Uh, Jasper and he does not let her think that she he's not interested. You know, no, it's that he whole, drinks her along. He he does, and that's that's kind of a typical move of a lot of guys like that who are very charismatic. And you know, it's like I I do have this woman that I find worth worthy enough to marry and be uh-huh. publicly engaged with. But yes. you you're so special. I'm going to keep you hidden. Yes. And tell you how amazing you are, but also mm-hmm. dismiss every feeling you have to the contrary. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, I will still sleep with you when mm-hmm. I can. I'll sneak around with you. Mm-hmm. Um, You're I special mean, to me, but only this yeah. much. Yeah, that's it. 
And then I will publicly get engaged in front of you after I have a conversation Uh with you about how special you are. Um, And then go get publicly engaged to another woman, like right in front of her face, in front of everybody that she works with. When you feel bad about it, I'm going to make you feel bad about it because really Mm -hmm. um, it's your fault for not just dealing with my bullshit. If I, if I can resonate with any character more, (laughs) I already the movie. Just, you know, knowing that she is a genuinely kind person trying to love this man. She does Mm -hmm. love this man. She gives him her all. And then he Mm -hmm. consistently strains her along and screws her over. Yes. I mean, she goes to L.A. She crosses the pond, goes Mm -hmm. to L.A., and he's still bugging her and trying to keep her on the string. Yeah. Still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so. Very good. Very good depiction of that kind of a relationship that mm-hmm. more more than would like to admit, like more more women what am I trying yes. to say? So many um, women yeah. have experienced yes. more than we would like to admit is what I was trying to yes. say. But couldn't yes, articulate. Yes. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. I know. And um yep. mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz's character, love her character. I Me love too. how she's very matter of fact. In fact, she's blunt. <laughs> It, I yep. love it. Her and Jude Law cracked me up the whole kind of dancing around. Like, I, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. It's very chill. Yes. We don't have to do anything. Yep. You know, playing it cool without trying to really feel those emotions because every time you do, you get screwed. You know? Right. Yep. Talk about Fair. chemistry. Chemistry uh-huh. between those two. Like, I thought Big time. they excellent uh pairing for for Mm -hmm. them like um it's like it's chemistry and then it turns into just such a sweet story between the two Mm -hmm. of them and you find out that he's got the two daughters that are just adorable adorable listen if i don't freaking cry every time it's revealed that his that the girls he's been talking to on his phone are his daughters I know. Yes, it's know. cheesy. It's campy. <laughs> it's formulaic, but it is so freaking endearing to his character because you yes. see him being a really good dad. Mm-hmm. And yep. Well, I can understand. I still think it's a red flag. He didn't mention uh, his daughters to her. I know. I was yep. watching that the whole time, like red flag, red flag. But yep. you can understand his position to a point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should have mentioned it earlier. Maybe the yep. second time. Um, and she called, I do like that she calls him out on it, you know, she does. She calls him out on it. Um, yeah, they had that whole conversation Mm -hmm. about why Mm -hmm. he didn't. And she's the one that brings it up and asks him like, why didn't you tell me? You invited me out to lunch, bro. You wanted to get to know (laughs) me and you're hiding. Like Mm -hmm. every woman in the mirror, every woman in the world is nodding their head. Like, yes, Yes. this is typical, but, but, uh, that whole sequence so of them when she does come over to his house and yeah. she hangs out with her daughters for the first time um, that evening in the house. I love it where they like hang out in their little tent, the girls' tents in the in the room. It's just so sweet. Those girls so are so cute. Sweet. It is so good to see a loving, nurturing father-child mm-hmm. relationship of any sort, especially one yeah. you know with with daughters. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's stern, but he also was playful and a Mr. Napkin head thing. And yes, so yes. cute. So, so cute. I love little British kids because 
I do too. They're just all so cute. I mean, talk about like cuteness, but then you add the accent to their cute the little cute voices. Mandolin. And what they say, it's just an extra layer Anything of cute. Anything they say. Yes. Anything. Charlie bit my finger. It's adorable. Don't say it again. <laughs> yes. Say it again. It's so cute. It's so cute. Yep. I love, yeah. I loved that. I mean, I love every storyline in this movie. Every, uh -oh. Like, I love Kate and the old man. Like, I love that storyline maybe the most. Maybe. The so most. that is definitely my favorite part. Uh, Arthur mm -hmm. is her neighbor. So, yep. you know, these swap places. Cameron Diaz's character goes to London to stay in the cottage. And the cottage was based off of a real cottage, but it was really Ooh. just like props. Um, it wasn't then, a real cottage. It wasn't a real cottage, but man, they made it man, really, they really, really inviting, really cozy. Um, and Cameron Diaz's or Amanda's place in the movie was all done on a soundstage, okay. but um, you can tell, you know, she's very, very Hollywood, you know, mm -hmm. very yes. like high class Hollywood, and you could tell just by looking at her when she's walking up that lane and. and in Surrey, <laughs> pulling her designer <laughs> luggage in her Louis Vuittons, you know. Yes. Great scene. I love it. Great. Um, love it, too. I love when Kate Winslet walks in, and it, it's you can tell it's made in 2006 because she walks into a room full of TV. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Mm. I remember first watching this scene and thinking that was the best thing in the world. I the still want that room. I Me still want it. <laughs> Me too. I think it's fabulous. Um, but yeah, she meets and I love her character because she's so friendly and mm -hmm. just she she doesn't know a stranger and she's so kind to everybody and she sees little yeah. Arthur, the the neighbor of Amanda, mm -hmm. and she she walks up to him asking if he if he needs help, takes him home mm -hmm. and then just sparks up this really sweet friendship with this man. And yes. he yeah. I love that he sees who she really is mm -hmm. as this strong yep. woman and kind of guides her. He doesn't, he doesn't mansplain it to her. No. He guides no. her on yes. her own, like, uh, film journey, you know? Yes. It, yeah. There's a line where she's eating with um, Miles, Jack Black's character. And she said, yes, Arthur keeps giving me these movies about these, like, strong, empowering female characters. And okay. he's like, well, it's going to, teach you something you know like <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. just i like the way they encourage each other you know it's mm -hmm. it's just a really love sweet it. relationship to depict i love I've it just been uh, talking nonstop. i'm sorry um, you're fine you're good i like um i love the fact the line and i, I may take this from you but arthur says mm -hmm. that uh -huh. to um Iris's character, like you're not back in Hollywood, back in the thirties um, and forties, right? The female characters, like you'd have the best friend character, or you'd have the leading uh -huh. lady characters, uh -huh. and you are not the best friend. You are the leading lady, and then she's that like, doesn't touch your heart. I know you have, and no she heart. got emotional, and she was like. Uh -huh. Why hasn't anybody said this to me the past three years I've been, you know, going through this? With, what's his name? Mm -hmm. um, that you just put it so plainly like that. Like, yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm -hmm. And you just sees it in her. And, and just yep. 
he's like, you know, they've got gumption and you need to have gumption. gumption. And that's really kind yes. of a like a major theme with her, but it, mm-hmm. it's the best word for what she needs to find within herself. And you see that yes. um, the scene where I'm just sitting and crying is when, <laughs> you know, Jasper comes and he comes there mm-hmm. after she's ignored him. She, he comes there and he Ugh. gets back in, which, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen in the reverse. Cause I know it does. I know it does, but just having experienced it myself, just mm-hmm. that warming of your way in and then pretending like, you know, she stops him. She's like, are you engaged to be married? Yeah. It's, You've come all this that way. deflection of, I'm going to deflect and deflect and dismiss, and maybe mm-hmm. you'll stop asking. But she doesn't. And it, that mm-hmm. takes a lot of gumption. It takes a lot of yes. bravery. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of strength to stand against, like, what you want, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally, but what you need emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally as well. Mm-hmm. And I I love the way she kicks him out. She's like, you know, Such it's great... taken me three years. Yes. You have ruined mm-hmm. my my heart. Mm-hmm. Screw you, basically. Like, get out. Yeah. yeah. I, love I, it. I love it. Love it. Such and a go, great scene. Way to go. Yeah. Way to and go. Then go for someone who is so opposite and kind mm-hmm. and sweet, you know, yes. with Miles. Yes. I, love I loved it too. It um, it's just like one of those scenes monologues that you just want to like stand up and clap and cheer, but also uh-huh. so again so relatable to so many people that have been in that, like you uh-huh. said, like that type of relationship that, like he like the the. <laughs> The audacity to think that he can fly uh-huh. across country and be like, oh, look, I came to see you, how special you are, blah, 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 and still not tell her that he is still engaged. Like, yeah. if, F off, F off. And, like, she finally saw Stop it. wasting my time. Stop, Stop it. She wasting finally... my time. And, and I you know, think. A lot of people, it takes, like, a, you know, slap upside the head. It does. Yeah, because it does. it's like a spell, you know, stupid, but it is. And Yeah, and nobody can tell you. Awakening. Like any, like people can tell you and you're just not going to hear it. It's just, you have to have that realization. Um, uh-huh. And she had that in that moment. And I think she even says like, I am finally out of love with you. Uh-huh. Like finally, uh-huh. like I am free. I'm free. Oh, it's like, you a, know? it's kind of like when you wake up and that veil has been lifted. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't have to put up with this bullshit anymore. <laughs> yes. I yeah. feel so much lighter. Like yes. just light mm-hmm. and, and free and able mm-hmm. to do whatever the hell you want without having yeah. that dread and whatever, which you see, mm-hmm. you, you know, when she, when he, she's having such a great time at that yes. house and then he freaking texts her like, I know, ruins, ruin our holiday. Yes. Ruins it. Ruins it. Sends her like the manuscript for whatever he's working on for her to like, like, gosh, just to he keep that. Her. He needed her. To, yeah dangle that little carrot right there for her mm-hmm. while she's away so she yeah. can think about him. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, you so don't, good. I mean, we've, we've talked about this, but you don't really see that much in portrayals of like romance in movies that, that type of like what uh-huh. most people go through. Everybody's like, I don't know. Not ever. I don't know what I'm saying, but they just don't show that type of like, it's not, journey it's not as like yeah it, it's not depicted as much 
unless mm-hmm. it's a drama. If you're in a rom-com yes. like that, it's supposed right. to all be fluff and, and feathers and, you know, which mm-hmm. is great for a rom-com, but it's also good to show kind of like when she just puts the shades back down and goes back to her little depression. I totally yes. get it. It's like totally you're betraying yourself mm-hmm. again for this person yeah. you don't want to, but you can't help but do it. And, yeah. and just, I love the way, well, first of all, I love her, but I love the way she acts that whole role. Out. It's perfect. Yeah. It's I mean, very believable. It is. I love, like, she is just, I mean, she is our queen for this podcast. Uh-huh. She is. She is our queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the old man and, um, I have, I've just been uh, on a rant this entire time. Let me tell you well, some fun I facts. I have two. I have two. Sorry, I've interrupted your fun facts. Go for it. No, it's just really good. Um, <laughs> first, let me read, like, run down the main cast. So we've okay. got Kate Winslet, obviously, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, Jude Law. Eli Wallach was um, Arthur, the next door neighbor, who is the most adorable little man you will ever see. Adorable. Mm-hmm. And um, we have Rufus Sewell, as we mentioned, as being Jasper, kind of the asshole editor mm-hmm. that you know ties up Iris. And then Edward Burns is Ethan mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz's ex. That yeah. Um, and you know um, Miles has kind of an ex too, and I, I like that that was depicted as well because he got cheated on, and and yes. I, I really like how mm-hmm. they were sitting there. He was sitting there saying, I'm, I'm so stupid. I went and shipped an overnight package. So it would be there in time for Christmas on her, yeah. on, you know, in Santa Fe. And she was right down the street. She was in Santa Barbara. Like, yeah, I love their, the way they I were love, able to talk that out. Yeah. The reversal of, you know, you don't see it a lot either in male characters that talk about their relationships that they're in uh-huh. that are bad too or toxic uh-huh. and that the woman cheats on him um you know she's an actress um and she was supposed to be like filming a movie right in santa fe uh-huh. but uh-huh. yeah they finished early and came back and you know it, that whole scene where he goes to her and starts listening to her while she's just apologizing and you can yep. tell he's like i'm i'm done too like he's uh-huh. not buying it yeah he's at a point where he's done Mm-hmm. Um, that was yeah. I, I really appreciated that too. Me you too. know, like I will hear you out, but mm-hmm. no, you're not no. going to disrespect me like that. I've got Kate Winslet, IRS to um, yeah. head to. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and um, so, just a few fun facts here. Um, I told y'all that the film was written specifically for these four. Um, the the um, name Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer uh-huh. is a, a composer, film mm-hmm. uh, score composer. I mean, the Gladiator, like, yeah, phenomenal. He did yeah. the score for this film, and Jack Black is so a good. film score composer in the movie, and he brings mm-hmm. up um, Hans Zimmer quite a bit. There's also it. Uh, I'm gonna botch the name you find it there's also <laughs> another composer they bring up a lot who is just very classic hollywood i mm-hmm. love the allusions to classic hollywood in this movie it too. talks a lot about the making of movies not so much like 
the mm-hmm. stars of the movies, but the really cool part that we like, the making yes. of movies. You know, you've got the yes. film score person, you got mm-hmm. the film trailer person, the writers, the, the writer, yep. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch. Um, yes. A neat, let me find it. Hang on. Oh, please. Okay. Ennio um, Morricone. And he, oh, yes, he yes, was yes. a film, a very famous film. So they bring that up a lot. Um, you know, he did like Cinema Paradiso, The Mission, which, it, okay. If you are a movie film nerd like we are, this movie is so full of Easter eggs because they're in yes. a blockbuster. He's holding up all these awesome yes. movies. I mean, mm-hmm. The Mission is one of my favorite movies. I 90% know. of the reason why is that film score. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. you've got yep. dustin hoffman shopping for like renting a movie <laughs> yes. over in the other aisle and that was not planned so he happened to be driving by no and saw way. That they were filming he saw that they were filming and asked if he could uh, be in it uh-uh. and so he just had that so whenever he was holding up the graduate they yes. kept talking about you know paul simon and all that he cuts mm-hmm. over to dustin hoffman it just that makes me happy. That makes my How little cool. movie nerd heart happy. Um, <clears throat> Mine too. Oh, I did not know that. that was not planned. I thought that is such a cool cameo that you got Dustin Hoffman to come do like yeah. a scene in Blockbuster. Yeah. Exactly. It made me no, miss Blockbuster. Planned. It made me miss Blockbuster rewatching it. There was a big sense of community inside a Blockbuster store. There Hollywood was. video or Hastings. Yes, because there everybody was. was in there and trying to find what they mm-hmm. wanted. Yep. And it, it's just, it's a fun vibe. You know what I mean? And I miss yep. that too. I do too. I miss it too. Miss it. Miss and it. I love how he goes off singing in mm-hmm. the store. Like, I you know. know, it's like that. It's good fun. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, just a lot of little different things. Um, mm-hmm. Great movie. One of my favorites. I, I was reading an article that's like, is this a Christmas movie? Is it not? And, it's kind of like, is Love Actually a Christmas movie? In this yeah, movie, it, like, they're not really, like, kissing under the mistletoe or, you know, like, Christmas spirit. But it's no. a holiday movie. It's a holiday movie. It takes place over the Christmas break, the Christmas holiday. There's not mm-hmm. even a lot of, like, Christmas decorations, like, in the, especially really not, not in L.A. There's not. No. Um, in there's L.A., few. you don't see much of it. No. In England, in London, you do absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's and it's, there's like maybe one Christmas song in the movie. The rest is like the beautiful yeah. score, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, you really feel the it's Christmas a seasonal vibe. movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, you feel it more with the Cameron Jude Law world, mm-hmm. like the Christmas yeah. vibe, just because it's snowy and cold and it's cottagey. And very um, cozy. And it feels very yes. Christmassy. And you see yes. more I mean and I think that's on purpose. You see kind of like the cosmopolitan, like fast, stark contrast to LA mm-hmm. to like the cozy, yeah. chill, wintry vibes of yes. London. And I, I like that dichotomy there. I do too. It's a good I one. Do too. Um, Shelly, do you remember the first time watching this movie? I don't think I saw this movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in 2006, yeah, I definitely saw this in the theater. Yep. I, I loved it. I was big into Jude Law at the time, so 
mm-hmm. winning because, you know, he and <laughs> his one of his best friends is Ewan McGregor. So always love yep. the two of them and love yep. Jude Law. And this mm-hmm. this was kind of like that the height of Jude Law era. Oh, yeah. Had this Alfie, is yeah. this mm-hmm. like he was big. So, yeah, I yeah. definitely remember seeing this one. Yeah, um, he was quite handsome in this movie, I will say. Uh-huh. I will admit that. I will admit uh-huh. that. He was quite charming and handsome in this movie. He's very charming and handsome in this movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good style. And then he puts those glasses on and I'm done. I'm like, okay. I know. Like, you look That's... better with glasses on. Like, really? Yeah. Um, I just can't. I know. I know. Um... Do you make this a yearly, like, Christmas watch? Is this on your regular rotation? Try to watch it. I try Try to watch it. You know, it's like, I love, I love it. It has been a few years since I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I probably haven't watched it for maybe four years. But when I watch it, I'm like, why haven't I watched this recently? It's so good. It's one of those that makes you, you leave feeling good. Yeah, you do. It makes you feel warm and cozy and just happy Uh watching this movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What is your favorite or your top favorite scenes in this movie? There's so many. I love the montages they have because Mm -hmm. you see a lot. Like, I love the montages with, um, you know, Amanda's character and Jude Law's character where they're doing all the stuff with the girls or like they're running around through the garden um, when it's snowing at lunch. I thought that was Mm -hmm. really cute. I love um, the montages with Kate Winslet's character and Arthur, Mm -hmm. you know, where they're exercising in the pool. You know, Mm -hmm. Miles is coming over and it just, Mm -hmm. you, you have this sense of community and family and it's just really heartwarming and it makes you feel happy. Yes. Happy inside. Yes. Like, I think of Elf, but he's like, and I feel warm inside. Um, it's just, it's a really, I really like those scenes. I do too. Show. No, I love those montages. I smiled the biggest. I just was smiling just from ear to ear when they were doing the Kate, the Iris and Arthur montages. Like, so cute. It's just the All sweetest. of it's so cute. It's just so sweet. It really is. Where she's like um, pulling the walker, helping him walk, yes. you know, just the encouragement of each other is so mm-hmm. sweet. And so I sweet. love, I love that, he, you know, he's a legendary writer and they want to honor him and give him like that award, the Writers Guild. And he finally does it because of Iris. He finally accepts it. And then... You know, he walks up, he was worried. He didn't want to go because he didn't want to, like, have people make fun of him. Like, he's this old man that can't get up the stairs Uh um, to accept the award. And what does he do? Because the IRS, they've worked on it. He he ditches the that and walks up the stairs and accepts the award on his own. It's just like, when they open the doors and all those people are there, because he doesn't think, he's like, who's going to come see an old coot, you know, like. Yeah. Who cares? And and mm-hmm. just the standing ovation he gets is just I know. bring tears to your eyes. I horrible. know. And then to see Jack Black run in and play in his mm-hmm. theme, it's just so sweet. I know. <laughs> I, can't get over. I was like, oh, 
was just crying. Like I'm tearing up right now thinking about it. I it's know. stupid, but I am. It's so sweet. I am too. Yep. Um, do you have a favorite, like, is there a scene that is particularly like put you in the holiday spirit in this movie? You know, like I said, it's not, it's not as holiday vibes. Mm-mm. Like I do like when she is over at um, Graham's house and mm-hmm. she meets the girls and they make hot chocolate and they get in the tent. Yes. That, that to me gives me kind of holiday vibes, you know? Yes. And then you see at the end, they're all together for New Year's and it's, mm-hmm. that's a really sweet scene. Yes. Um, yeah. I do. I love that scene because it's just good. It's got those cozy feelings mm-hmm. of, family and together yeah. i don't know i love it yeah i love it. yeah i agree i agree so this is gonna be a hard one who do you think has stand out stole the show character in this like that's a hard one my stuff i mean I, i'm always gonna pick kate number one because yeah. she's amazing yes. but chuck black if chuck black's in a movie he's gonna be ridiculous and amazing and i love yes. him in this uh-huh. movie, he tones it down pretty hard in this one, though. He, he does. not full on Jack. I, I will say the person I wanted to see the most was Arthur. I love Arthur. I know. Um, Me too. There's nothing not to love about him. He's the sweet, he is the kindest you know. old man, and you just want more of him because he just yep. spouts out wisdom. He does. He does. Um, let's see. I know we kind of already talked about this, the identifying with like a character in this. So yeah, absolutely. Iris, 100%. Never related to a Kate Winslet character more. I know she was like extremely relatable, extremely relatable, extremely relatable. Yep. Loved it. Um, how do you think this movie ages? You know, I think this movie ages very well. Mm-hmm. There aren't things that are too. You don't see the girls getting catty with each other. You don't see any of that Mm-mm. bullshit. You know, nope. it, it, it stands up like there's mm-hmm. nothing that's offensive. There's nothing that's like, oh, that doesn't really work. You know, I really like how kind of progressive and forward thinking this is. I mean, you have Nancy Meyer, you have a female writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who who is making this? And I think that makes mm-hmm. a difference. But Me besides, too. you know, the technology and like the blockbuster yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. does really well. It does. It's yeah. It's a two thousand mid two thousand movie. It's a rom com, yes. but it's not too out there. I think it ages very so, well. I think it. I think it depicted just very equal um, representation as far as just like mm-hmm. the all the characters i think it's all very even um Uh and i really like like the male characters in this movie are not problematic they are like talking Uh about their feelings they are dads they are i mean that besides jasper is the one that is the like the toxic jasper male being the the toxic males but then you have the good like even when Jude Law's character, she calls him out, but he mm-hmm. does, and you can kind of see at the beginning when he shows up at the cottage drunk, he kind of yes. outs himself there. He's like, yeah, I do this more often than I should. Um, yep. Really mm-hmm. kind of owning up to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she owns up to her stuff too. Like, I, I can't cry. I can't be emotionally yeah. available. You know, like, <laughs> yes. I love I, that. I really appreciate yes. that about yep. each other. 
you know, mm-hmm. but you do see that he's, he's a widower and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's raising, he's a single father and that makes him very empathetic, but yes. he could very easily, you know, pawn the girls off to somebody else, but he doesn't. And yes. I like that depicted in this movie too. I do too. And I like the fact that they, you know, Cameron Diaz is the character that, you know, like you said, like she can't cry. She doesn't have the emotions and, I mean, that's, like, hardly seen, too, in movies Mm -hmm. with female Mm -hmm. characters. And then you have, like, the bad, you've, uh, Jack Black's girlfriend that's also, like, yeah, guys can get cheated on, too, by women. Like, that, again, like, all of it's just, like, so even, evenly distributed. It's it's very, it's equal. It's equal. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, and, and typically it is with when you have people of like minds, um yeah it's just the other you know the toxic people yes yep um okay shelly the holiday what a wonderful pick i thoroughly enjoyed rewatching this movie it made me so happy i did too i did too so happy. i'm glad we watched it and i i, I just i'll probably watch it again next year because mm-hmm. it was really Same. good to see how amazing it yeah. is and still stands up it does so Yep. One thing about Nancy Myers. One thing about Nancy Myers' movies is she has amazing houses in her movies. If you have like all her houses in these movies are amazing. Yep. And then it's complicated. Also has an amazing house in it too. Uh And this one too. I just think she knows how to like design her Uh sets. Uh I think I was just makes it a very atmospheric feel. Like. Mm People yep. talk about grandma, granny, beach house, beach house, granny, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's a vibe, mm-hmm. but it's also very cozy. Yes. She knows it. how to get. Yep. She knows how to do uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. I can't wait to hear about Carol because <laughs> it's got one Carol. of our, I mean, it's got a lot of amazing people, but I mean, Kate, another Kate, the queen. It's got our other queen, Kate in this movie uh-huh. i mean the kates are our queens for the podcast they Pretty just much. are they just are all right okay i get to talk about carol finally yay that i knew i was gonna save it the entire time the entire <laughs> like the entire podcast you've been saving this she wanted to do saving it. it kate blanchett month she wanted to talk about it lgbtq yep. month Prime i month. wanted she to talk, talk about, about it, it. Yep. like mm-hmm. i'm so yep. excited let's let's get into it okay Let's get into it. Carol, 2015. 2015. Todd Haynes movie. I love Todd Haynes movies. We just talked, I think last week I Uh talked about his Uh new movie, May, December on Netflix. Um, But this movie stars, as I have said, Kate Blanchett plays Carol. Rooney Mara plays Therese. Sarah Paulson plays Abby, her um, Carol's best friend. Cal Chandler plays Carol's husband, Harge. Um, Jake Lacey plays um, Therese, Rooney Mara's character's boyfriend, Richard Simcoe. And then we've got, like, John Majero is in it. He's, like, been in a lot of stuff. Um, He's always in stuff that you're like, who's that guy? He's a good character actor. He is. He's very New York. Like, he's a very good New York actor. Um, mm-hmm. randomly there's a there's a scene with Carrie Brownstein I don't know if you noticed her toward the end mm-hmm. at the party yes, did. Um, 
So that's that's some of the cast. So I will briefly tell you the synopsis of this movie, and then I'll get into the the fun facts. So Carol is about, this takes place in the 50s, the 1950s. It's really the early 50s. Like, that's very important. You wouldn't think it is, but it's like 50, 52, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, the yeah. later 50s, we had civil rights movement. So it's just, I feel like it's very, it was a very yes. different vibe from the early decades to the later decade. Yes, yes. Uh, because the early 50s in, a, in like getting into the other interviews with like the costume designers and the set designers, they talked about the difference between the 50s and like early 50s is still, you know, you're still affected by the 40s and it's post-war, yeah. post-World War II. It's still a very like, it's not what you think the 50s, like Hollywood 50s movies. Wow. They're not like the shiny bright colored fifties uh-huh. that you're like Greece, you know, it's not Greece. Right. It's not like, right. it's, it's not more, that. it's still like very conservative dress. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of layers, long skirts, buttons, yes. like button downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Carol is the main character. She is married, um, has a daughter. um, but she is kind of in the middle of getting divorced from her husband and um, kind of getting, gets into a custody, custody battle over her child. And it's just, it's revealed that she's had past relationships with women, in particularly Abby's character, Sarah Paulson. They used to be a thing. Um, so that storyline is going on but then she meets um therese delafet who's a she's a much younger she works at a like a macy's department store um and they have you know a very iconic meeting in the department store carol wants to buy her daughter a christmas present so with the advice of therese she buys like a train set for her daughter um anyway they have this meeting i don't know you could say it was love at first sight or just intrigue something um so then they go off on kind of like a uh a, a, it's not really a romance it's like what is this a friendship you know i don't know it's they have meetings she goes around the romance a little flirt it's flirting kind of like, around mm-hmm. they don't want to admit it but they want to admit it yes. you know skirting right. around the what it is yes yeah mm-hmm. um carol yeah, it is. so there's a lot of events that happen, but long story short is they kind of go on a road trip. They leave town because Carol's not able to see her daughter because her husband, Harsh, kind of keeps her legally from seeing her daughter. So she's like, what else am I going to do? Let's go on a road trip. Let's drive west. Um, she asked Therese to go on the road trip. They go on a road trip, make a few stops. They finally, finally, like, I don't want to even say this. They finally do it, okay? They finally they do, do it. it. They do it they in Waterloo, up. Iowa. Waterloo, Iowa. Yes. How romantic a place. How romantic. Um, so then that leads to the discovery of Harsh has hired a, like, private investigator to follow them through this road trip to, like, finally bust them in illegal lesbian activity. 
it's so infuriating to watch that scene. Yes, it is. It just absolutely enrages me. Okay, keep going. I know. Same. Um, so then he has like the, he's like, gotcha, I'm taking your kid away. You know, just mm-hmm. to take the kid away. Not because he loves the kid, but because no. I'm sure he does. But more mm-hmm. to win. More to win. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, that there's a, a scene with, she, I mean, finally it comes to terms that she gets like split custody with the daughter. And then I don't even know how to describe the ending, but, um, Carol sends Therese home after that whole reveal of the guy, like she sends her home, she goes home. They don't see each other for a while. It's just like, Therese's first love and she's heartbroken but then she she moves on she gets a job at the New York Times she's a photographer in the movie um kind of grows up just a little bit through all of that and then they have like a reunion of sorts toward the end and Carol asks her you know I still love you know it's like I still love you I left Harge I moved into the city I have a which is like a rather large apartment it would fit two people um oh. <laughs> You know, would you move in with me? I mean, she's just like, will you move in with me? Um, so, and then she's, Therese is like, no, I'm not doing that. She leaves, goes over to a party. And then at the end, there's this iconic final shot of them meeting back pretty much. Like uh-huh. Carol told Therese, I'm going to be at this restaurant later um, uh-huh. this you evening. Change if you want to change your mind, I will be here at this time. You don't think that. Therese is going to meet back up, but she does. She comes back. They lock eyes. That beautiful score just, just so plays pretty. and plays. Yes. And then movie ends. And there you go. Movie ends with both of them kind of smiling or smirking. Like, yeah, okay. It's like a yeah. knowing smile. Mm-hmm. It's a knowing smile. Yes. That was the very, very artfully done. Very, very, yes, very artfully. That was the very um, bad synopsis of the movie. I tried to be quick, no, too. I don't no, even that was, know. I mean, I was that quick. was a good rundown of what happened. Okay. Essentially. Um, very yes. good synopsis, I think. So I have to, like, fun facts. We'll get into the fun facts here. Yes. Um, like I said, this movie was adapted from a Patricia Highsmith novel. Um, she wrote this novel, and if y'all know Patricia Highsmith, she like wrote Strangers on a Train. She wrote the Talented mm-hmm. Mr. Ripley series. Um, I think the the Carol novel was called The Price of Salt, and she mm-hmm. um, she wrote it under a pseudonym because her like publishing company wouldn't let her like release it as Patricia Highsmith. Um, so she released it as Claire Morgan. That was her fake name for the book. Um, so this was the first book that really had no death of a gay character. There was no, um, like violence with a gay character. There was no gay character that ended up in a mental hospital uh-huh. at the time. She wrote this, like it got published in 1952. Um, which think about me. that. Think that about that. Me. Yeah. Like, How amazing hardcore. that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
And she's normally like she writes crime novels, and this was her. Uh-huh. This was something Good crime novels too. Yes, and um, so the true story of Carol is she Patricia Highsmith, like uh, worked at a store. Like she is very much the Therese character in uh-huh. the book. Like it's pretty much like people now say that that was semi autobiographical. Semi autobiographical. This happened to her. Like she worked at a, a store. This woman came in that she was just completely intrigued by um, an older lady that left her glove uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. at the store, and like that happened to her, and she just came up with this idea of like I need to write this as like a epic lesbian because patricia highsmith was gay like she's lesbian um living in 1950 like during this time so it's very autobiographical semi-autobiographical um so that's just it it's amazing to me and again it's by all accounts the first like gay story that was just not tragic it wasn't tragic and do you know why, Shelley? They weren't being punished for being gay. They weren't being punished. So, do you know that back then, the, I don't know what you call them, the censorship board or whoever, uh-huh. like, governed things back back in this time? Yeah. There were, like, if you put a gay character in your story, you had to make them suffer. They had to have consequences for being gay. If you did not do that, then those stories would be like shelved like nope not getting released yeah so somehow she skirted the censorship boards like something happened where this move this book got like released and it became like a pretty successful novel and it became kind of a cult novel you know it was like yeah everybody Uh knew this was a great 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 novel um, because she's such a great writer, like you can't deny you can't deny that. Yeah. Um, and I've read the book, and I love the book. I love the book. I need to read the um, book. It's great. They re-released it when this movie came out. They pretty much changed the like. You can buy this book as, in its name, Carol, not The Price of Salt, but you can still find it under The Price of Salt, which is interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. So another fun fact is Phyllis Nagy is the screenwriter of this. She adapted this, but she actually knew Patricia Highsmith in real life before she passed away. So she knew her. She always wanted to adapt this. And it took her about, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, about 12 years to like fully adapt it. Um. And then she really, really wanted to get it, like, made. And that took another, like, I don't know, six years, I think, for, like, like a producer. I forget the ladies. The lady producer name finally got attached to it. And then she just, it became this huge passion project. And then she got Kate. Like, Kate was the first, like, person to come on board. And then once you got Kate, like, Kate was able to, like, yeah really kind of push it forward yes i mean she's she is Kate blanchett she is like yes a presence mm-hmm. and one of the classiest ladies i on mean screen, i think yes um 
I, I just I have a lot of respect for her um, uh-huh. because she like she backed this movie with her own money. She like is a producer on this and she felt very passionate about it. And she like, like really between a lot of people um, really kind of got this movie made. And it was a year, like, I don't know, 12 year process to finally get this movie made. Um, There was one version. This is another fun fact. There was a version maybe like 10 years ago too, that they were going to adapt this book, but Carol was going to be changed to Carl. And so they were going to make the Carol character a male for this book. Like what? That defeats really? the purpose of the whole book. It, doesn't it? Yes. What a... Anyway. Hold on. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't do that. I'm that so glad sense. that did not get made. Um, what, Todd? What, there what? would be no conflicts. There would be no, like, what? Nothing. It would just be yeah. another... Just like, be why? another... Yeah. It would just be another you know same period piece romance romance. yes like no Uh no um i don't know so like i bring up the time period because i think you know 1952 i think it was still illegal to be gay and Mm um i i love in this movie and even in the book that they don't really use language to describe being gay like there's no Mm -hmm. labels in this movie like no, they don't whatsoever. outright say it. No, there's no language, and there wouldn't have been at this time. Uh-huh. Like Therese falling for a woman. I think there's one conversation in the movie where she's asking her boyfriend, "Like, have you ever known two people of the same sex to fall in love?" And he's like, "What? You know, no." Yeah. You know, yeah. she's like, have you like ever silly. known a guy to, you know, <laughs> fall in love with another guy or a girl to fall in love with another girl? He's like, what? You in love with a girl, you know, as a guy yeah. back then react. Yeah. Um, you know, there wasn't, I mean, there was that conversation, but that was it. But between the women and like, they just were. And it, I think that was interesting too. I, I really wow. do. Like Carol, like she's never she never says like i'm a lesbian she's like yeah uh, it's just she's had relationships with girls and that's why she's getting divorced you know well i feel like if you even said lesbian or gay it was a dirty feeling word dirty even word. if you were yeah. lesbian or gay it like you it's like such a dirty connotation to it yeah that it was like you don't it's hush hush you don't talk about it yeah and especially in such a prim and proper world where you just don't, you don't air your dirty laundry. You don't do this. Like the whole fact that she's even getting divorced. I know. Uh, Quite amazing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think the, the term that they use to the reason why that he's going to have custody of, of the child is a morality. Like there's a morality clause Uh against her. Yes. So she is morality. Uh-huh. The morality clause. Yeah. Um, but another little, like, f- fun fact to what were you going to say, Shelly? <laughs> it's hard to watch Kyle Chandler be a dickhead. It's hard to watch I know. him be a dickhead. He is such a good dickhead in this movie. You don't mm-hmm. like him. But I love well, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> Just like, why are you doing this, Kyle? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's so good. He's played probably Lacey. the 
Oh, and Jake. Yeah, I know. Um, he he's good at being a douchebag, but Kyle yes, Taylor is. Just, I'm like, don't do that to Kyle. Okay, that's all I'm saying. What? You know, in defense, maybe a little bit of his character, which I think he plays it so good. Again, of that time, 1952. Yeah. What would you, like, he's a male in this world. His wife is leaving for, like, brings, like, he caught them one night. They weren't doing anything, but Therese was over, like, playing piano at their house. And he, like, has this, like, what? How do you know my wife? Like, what are you, who are you and what are you doing here? yeah you know these yeah very entitled like just kind of um well the man is the head of the household type situation why are you you here yes and he just fully expects that carol's gonna just come back to him um you know she's gonna know her place yes gonna know her place and you know what i think every man at that time probably when this happened, which it did happen back in 1952, women were gay. I am positive that this is how they would react because they just didn't know how to react. Oh, to there's it. something mentally wrong with your wife. Yeah, if she is yes. having those kind of indecent thoughts, she's yes. obviously mentally ill. Obviously, and, and they make her body. go to a doctor for a little bit, like yeah. that was talked about too. Yeah, yeah. So she can get her daughter back. She had to go to a doctor to make sure that she's mentally okay, you know. Um, Yes. Yes. So a little bit also, I just wanted to mention this too. It was filmed on actual film. Super 16 was what he filmed this on. So you get that grainy look. It is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. And yes. you can tell it's on film because yes. it does have that grainy quality and just that mm-hmm. the colors are so rich and the, mm. the, the costumes yes, and the sets, you mm-hmm. just, it's amazing. I love the look of this movie. I do too. The look of this movie. And also, this is another big one, Shelly. They did not film this movie in New York. They filmed this movie in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Really? <laughs> yes. They found Cincinnati to be frozen in time. And so they had these great downtown buildings that look like they were straight from the time. Straight from the time. I so, love it. I know. I love it so, so much. Like that is, Cincinnati. I love the fashion and the style and the, mm-hmm. the architecture. Everything. It's just, it's kind of like got this timeless classy quality to it. It does. And he looked, Todd Haynes, because he's just such a genius, he looked at a lot of photography of the time. Like he would look specifically at female photographers that don't get like credit. Um, but he went back and looked at female photographers and just the photographs of people at that time. And so that's what he modeled this movie to look like. And so that's why it's so authentic looking. Like it's just beautiful. I love every scene in this movie. I love every scene. There's it's not a very rich quality to it. Like, yes, it's a feast for the eyes. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I love all the detail that that mm-hmm. scene in the, the department store. You want Ugh. to be there. You want I to be know. there dressed in period piece. Yep. It, it, the, the dresses that she buys, like 
I know. Love it. Um, Cindy Powell was the costume designer, and she's, like, Oscar-winning. She's worked with, like, all the dirt, like, Marty Scorsese movies. She works on all of them. Um, I mean, I, I mean, she's just an Oscar-winning iconic. I can't think Thank of the top of my head, but but she designed the costumes. Carter Burrell was the, the score. Like, he did the composed the music for it, which he's also worked on a lot of stuff, but... Um, I mean, I love the score too. I think it's so classic. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. The music in this. Um, that's another thing Todd Haynes does too that I just find so fascinating. But what he does for his actors is he will make a playlist um, for the actors and he wants them to start listening to it, you know, a couple of weeks before they start shooting. And then he also gives them a like visual photo board, like a book that he'll give them so that they can fully immerse like with the music and then like the imagery of the time he'll give the actors that isn't it i love that That would be the most fun homework ever i know to me i'd be like on it yes (laughs) Yes. i mean yes that's just very method i feel like it's really cool yes i I I love to work for the director to go to you know like to make it that high quality. I don't yeah. really like that. It's like the details, you know, that he he does his homework and he helps his actors out really to like fully immerse into into the mm-hmm. world. And I love that. And like Kate and Rooney talked about that a lot in all the interviews. It's like they like fully felt so ready to just dive into it because they had that. It's such a help for the actors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kate Mara, Kate Mara, Rooney Mara, <laughs> Kate's her sister, right? Um, yeah. Rooney Mara looks like Audrey Hepburn at that time. Mm. Very Roman holiday Audrey. She does. That Just scene toward the end. Stunning. Stunning. That scene at the end where it's, uh-huh. she's leaving. I think she's going to the party or she is leaving the party, but it's her and the light post behind uh-huh. her. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, so classic uh, Hollywood glamour i I love it yes like you look like audrey in this moment right now 100 percent. she can pull off the bangs the swept back hair with like Mm -hmm. you know that she just is so stunning in this movie no kate blanchett i mean it's hard to hold a candle to kate blanchett but she really does gosh kate's Kate's whole vibe in this movie is she's such a vibe, by the way. Like she just has she I don't even know it hard and I love Ugh, it. I'm here me for too. it. <laughs> it's it's just iconic. I don't know any other word to say it, but she has created this icon. I mean, this movie is just iconic for the lesbians and it's just such huh. a treasure. It's just it really is. Um but Kate going for it and like this i don't know she's just like this like ballsy like the way she walks and how she's she carries herself very like flipper echelon socialite elite mm-hmm. but also with she's got such a power behind her you know the way she talks yeah. and she doesn't take any shit no. like at all no and how i mean i again i go back to just putting myself in the time period 
of like being a woman in this time and then adding the extra layer of the gayness to it and just like how how did y'all do this how did you survive how did you exist how i don't know how straight women did i really don't know how (laughs) gay women did because i mean you're hiding not just just really really hiding yourself for survival Mm -hmm. and it, it really her assertiveness she's as assertive mm-hmm. as all the men are in this movie and I, I love yeah. that about her you know Me she's too. like I, this is who i am mm-hmm. she she yep. commands that that respect in every room she does. with every person she speaks to yes even her lawyer that tries to give her the mm-hmm. run around is like nope you better tell me what you're talking about what does this mean Um, her husband tries to tell her that she's some type of woman and she's just like, well, you married this type of woman. Like you married me. You married me. Love that part. (laughs) This was your choice, buddy. Yep. You married that type of woman. I'm right here. Um, I mean, you're still fighting for that type of woman. So you can insult me, but you're still wanting me. So exactly. Yep. Um, the way she smokes a cigarette, the way oh. she moves, the way she gets up off the floor and flirts with Rooney, like the, the way she flirts with Therese is just so like, I don't know. She's like, like why don't you invite me around? Catherine Hepburn. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yes. She's got that statuesque figure and just like classy old Hollywood. She just looks yes. old Hollywood. Very much so. And those frames that that she's in, like we talked about how that just the beautiful, like there are pieces of art. Like I could pause it and I'd be like, I want to frame that mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. right there. I want to frame well, it. Well, it's just the bold colors. Like her hair is so, so blonde and mm-hmm. her hands is so, so black. And then all the different colors of their costumes. It's just, it's beautiful. Yes. beautiful. It is a beautiful. And I, I love, love the art that y'all have. In your in your home. Oh yes. Um it's it, my favorite line. line? It's my favorite line? line. Flung out of space. And also that I have to, okay, that's my favorite scene in the movie. That's my favorite. It's so sweet. Where yeah. they go to lunch together for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh let's just say ballsy um she Carol leaves, they meet at the department store, right? But she leaves a glove. Do you think she leaves that glove on purpose? Come on. 100%. 100%. She must be a Leo or something. Like She must. Just very, yep. very assertive and like, I'm yes. going to go get what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. Yep. Leaves the glove. So, of course, Therese calls. They set up a, I mean, it's not, they don't call it a date, but she's like, you want to come, you want to come to lunch with me on this date? You get lunch, don't you? Like meet me here like like flirty but also could be any normal person if you are in the 50s if you're a housewife in the 50s it's very normal for you to go lunch with the Mm -hmm. ladies and i love that whole aspect of it like the writing of the receipt the address Mm -hmm. the call it you know it's just so (laughs) vintage it is i love it i love it i love that they're at you know lunch it just feels it's a vibe it is a vibe it is it 100% is. a vibe. And so you have this, these two characters that are like, uh, Therese is so, like, she's young. She's a lot younger than Carol is. Like, she's 
you know, there's an age difference. Carol is very high society. Therese is just, you know, she's normal. She's like, you mm-hmm. know, she's normal. She's an average um, person. Yes. With a, like, so, are they engaged? Is she engaged or is, she, is he her boyfriend? Boyfriend, but he is like talking about getting engaged. So it's like, it's going there, you know, mm-hmm. it's going there. Um, so the, the lunch scene, that whole line, but it's just, it's so cute because Therese is just trying to kind of like copy Carol and like, just like orders what she orders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to smoke her cigarette. Like Carol is smoking her cigarette. She orders the same drink that Martini. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you can tell that she's yeah. so just like out of her element, but she's trying. I don't know how to act. So I will I act how she acts. She's it's trying. Cute. It's so cute. And so that line comes from um, that scene where she's, Carol just kind of mumbles. She's like, what a strange girl you are. And she's just like, why? <laughs> why? Why and am I she's, strange? Why? And so Carol just kind of like has this line. She's like flung from, flung from outer space. I'm like, that's really kind of sweet i don't know i found it sweet i think it's very sweet i think it's romantic kind of like i think she's in awe of her you know i think they're both in awe of each other Mm -hmm. like you know therese is in awe of like how she can be this powerful woman Mm -hmm. with this presence and then carol's in awe of her like she's just so sweet and innocent and yes Uh precious and doesn't realize it you know right yeah yeah so yes i have i have a framed poster of that that line with um i know i love it too um so yeah that's that's i don't know i already kind of got ahead that's my favorite scene but i do have other favorite scenes what are some of your what scene makes you feel do you feel like any of these scenes give you a holiday vibe the opening in the department store is Christmas. I mean, everybody's there uh-huh. Christmas shopping. All the out, they're handing out hats. What does the guy say? Like compliments of the depart, compliments of the company, and he's just like giving uh-huh. all the employees the Santa hat to wear. Um, so and that looks scene, adorable in it. Yeah, she does. So that opening scene where they're just all Christmas shopping. And then I like when Carol is at home with her daughter. They go, well, okay. She picks up Therese to go out to her house. That's like another date, but they didn't say it was a date. She's like, why don't you come around to my house on Sunday? What do you do on Sundays? She's like, not much. Well, would you want to come to my house on Sunday? We've got a lot of pretty country out where I Mm -hmm. live. Like, okay. Yes, she's very bold. She's she very is. bold. And Therese is like, yes. She like, yes, gets excited. Yes. yes. So they have that whole sequence. She picks her up in the city. The boyfriend is like, where are you going and who are you going with? Um, I heard it's dangerous out in Jersey. And she's like, that's not that part of Jersey. Like, shut up and leave me alone. I'm going, I'm going to an Carol. estate. Thank you very much. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, Richard. Bye. Um, So they go pick out a Christmas tree, and Therese is taking photographs. It's snowing. 
um, while they're picking out the Christmas tree, they decorate the Christmas tree with Carol's daughter. Like that whole scene. I love, I love that scene. No, it's precious. Yes. Um, and then you have some also just amazing flirtation after that. When the daughter goes to bed, Carol is like wrapping gifts in the living room, smoking, looking glamorous. Um, Therese is playing the piano. Uh-huh. Um, she gets up as graceful. Like the woman, I don't know if you've noticed this, but she gets up without using any arms or like no help. She just I don't like ascends understand. from the floor, just in this graceful, this graceful move. Like one fluid motion. Yes. Maybe it takes at least six <laughs> different like, positions. Yes. And the table. Same. To get off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm also making like these noises like I'm really hurt. Like I'm like, oh gosh. It you is know. a process. <laughs> yes. And she's just sitting there like standing up looking uh, beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I know. And she's Goes like at over least 10 and... years older than us. Uh, yeah, she is. I know, I know. She goes over, puts her hand on Therese's shoulder. There's a lot of shoulder touching that's, like, very, like, yeah. Very sensual shoulder touching. Yes. Yeah. Sensual. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, those are those are the holiday ones. And then New Year's Eve, hello, is the night that they finally uh-huh. do it in Waterloo. Hook up. They hook they up. They hook up in Waterloo. <laughs> yes. Finally. Do you think Waterloo, you think like Waterloo, you know, not Waterloo, Iowa, but that's good. Yeah. New Year's. New Year's. Yeah. So I like that too. That was, that was great. Great, great, great. Yeah. Well, um, I know you've answered this before. Y'all watch this annually. Mm -hmm. Um, Did y'all, do you remember watching this in the theater? Did y'all go to see this in the theater? Yes, as a matter of fact, Shelly, this was an event. Like, so surprise, surprise, they weren't playing it in Abilene opening weekend. So this was pre pre our pup our pup babies. Um, so we decided to drive to Dallas the, at the Angelica in Dallas, like Dallas, oh. Dallas. Yes, the Angelica and, is awesome. Yes, and go watch this opening weekend. So we drove to Dallas, watched the movie, and drove back home. That's Worth how it. hardcore. That's how hardcore I was over this. I was like, I have to watch this opening weekend. Have to. Um, so that was really fun. That's like a that's a really fun memory. Um, and then it like came to Abilene for like two days, and we went to go watch it. Um, when it was here and there was like one guy solo in the theater and us and i felt a little weird about that i'm like okay i don't know why anyways but yes we watch it yearly it's a must christmas a must be christmas Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. yes yes i mean that's a good one um Mm -hmm. who would you say do you relate to anyone or who would you relate to the most in this this movie total i think therese's character is probably the most relatable to me mm-hmm. um just again the whole like falling in love with a woman for the first time and just not really knowing what's happening what to do what to do what's happening yeah yes yeah 
you know, I, I wish imagine. I could relate to Carol and I was of that stature, but I, 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 I relate to her in the way that she, she was a closeted gay woman. But other than mm-hmm. that, no, no. I mean, who, who, who could relate to her? She's just so otherworldly. Stunning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who who would you say stole the show in this? Who who do you think oh. had the most outstanding performance? Oh my gosh. How can you how can you how can you pick? Like it's Carol I, I mean it's it's Kate and Rooney. Equally. Equally. I think they both really did amazing it, it like just a really good job of their independent characters. They they really became those characters. Yes. And yeah. I did so well. I think they both had like coming of age stories for both of them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rooney's character, Therese, has definitely more of like she grows up just a little bit. Uh-huh. Um and there there's transformation in her character, but also there's transformation in Carol's character that she you know kind of finally gets to that point of I'm not going to twist myself, um, mm-hmm. twist myself up to um, be Plenty somebody that I'm to, not. Yeah, to put on a mask the rest of my life yes. and not be who I am. Yeah, not be who I am. I like I can talk to my husband. Like, and there's that great scene with at the end, toward the end, with the lawyers and her husband, where she's got this great monologue that she's like. Uh, we are not these people. We are not ugly people. This is about our daughter, uh, uh-huh. and she's the one I that's getting hurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, "I will not." I think she's. I think there's a line that, if I remember correctly, she's like, "I'm going against my grain." Like she just says it like that. I'm going against my grain, and I won't do that anymore. Ugh. Yep. It's really inspiring to see that, you know, someone yes. just really in a room full of men um, mm-hmm. stand her ground, even though every single person in that room thinks she is wrong, morally, yes. character, like, yeah, mm-hmm. just really standing her ground and saying, this is who I am and I'm not going to change yes. it. Yes. Take it early. And good. like, I can talk to you, husband, and I can like, you know I'm a good mother. There is nothing uh-huh. about me that makes me a bad mother because of this, you know. Nothing. Uh-huh. Um, so I love that. I just both performances were so good. I think they both uh-huh. got nominated for Oscars for this. I I remember this being snubbed like in Best Picture, Best Director. I think it got maybe a screenplay nomination, but like it was it was a crime that it was not. Um, uh-huh. nominated, nominated for, for best picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Our no, director. It's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think it ages well? I mean, it's been like eight years. Ugh, makes me feel old again. This good. Like in two years, it'll be ten years old. What? Yeah. Anyways, yes. I I mean, this movie is of a time period. Uh-huh. Um. So. I just think it's a, it's that portrait of that time period. And I think it's so important to show still, I know that people like 
talk about that. Like, shouldn't show. I don't know what I'm even trying to say, but I think it's important to show like these stories. And so I think it, it's just, I, I think more people have discovered it. And I think uh, it's a movie that has lived on for sure. I think it's become a modern classic in my mind, for sure. Even amongst like critics and, you know, movie people, I think it's one of these movies that um, maybe because it didn't get nominated for Oscar that more people are like, uh, this movie is actually really amazing quite wonderful yeah yeah anyway i just rambled on that one no i mean it's it's a really good pick it's i know you've waited uh all year to talk about it so (laughs) i did so it's so good it's so good it's wonderful again it's my top in my top five of all time and i think it'll remain like i think it's gonna be like stay in my top five of all time Uh Yeah, I mean, I know this is like one of your favorite movies. Yes. You know, and I will just tell people if you haven't watched it and you're straight or you don't think you're going to like enjoy it, I really think you should give it a try. I think watching, I just, I like to encourage people sometimes to watch stories Mm -hmm. that are not you Mm -hmm. and of another group of people. Maybe you can understand or put yourself in their shoes it's it's a different perspective Mm -hmm. and it is amazing storytelling that depicts people in your life that you might be able Mm -hmm. to empathize with more after watching it right yes totally um it's not a flashy movie this is a quiet detailed beautiful movie Uh um that if you really watch it, like you're, you're going to catch all the details and it's just going to make mm-hmm. it a much more rich experience. Yeah. I like watching it this year. For some reason I caught more. I found more things to just like grasp onto and just like that shot was just amazing. Um, it never, I don't know. It just, it grows with me and I just love it. Never it. disappoints. Love, never yeah. disappoints. Yeah. Give it a watch. Give it a watch. It's on Netflix. Well, yeah. I'm glad I got to watch it again. So thank I'm you glad for picking that one. You're welcome. Again, what a way to end our first season with the holiday in Carol. I know. Yeah. And with our queens. With our queens. Kate's, with our, with the two Kates. of our queens. Two of our queen Kates. Just queen Kates. They are. Just they really the are. The best. I'm really looking forward to our next episode when we kind of just talk about their year in review and really get into it. But um, yeah, me too. I'm gonna miss talking to you. Talking to you. <laughs> it is gonna be weeks. strange not to yeah. hop on and and do these. So let's like encourage more people to just catch up with us if you haven't listened exactly. to. We've we got a lot of episodes out star. there. Yep. We do have a lot of episodes. I think this is number 37. So Way we have 37 episodes. We've talked about actresses, mm-hmm. you know, different themes. Some of it yep. may resonate with you. Some of it may not, <laughs> but definitely check it out. Um, laugh with us, at us, whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, give us a listen. Yeah. 
yeah, give us a listen. Catch up. Listen, handpick some episodes. We don't care. Just uh, Just listen. Just listen. That's all. Absolutely. (sighs) And don't forget, um, we are on Instagram. Mm -hmm. What's she watching? Podcast. And then um, we do have an email. What's she watching? Pod at gmail.com. And what's she watching? Pod.com. So. If you have uh, suggestions for the new year, let us know on what maybe theme months that you want us to cover that we didn't this first year. Let us know. We love suggestions. We welcome them. We welcome them. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Okay, Andrea. That wraps up 2023 for us, man. Can you believe that? Virtual high five here. High five. Way to go. Hey, we kind of did that right. We did. You should see it. <laughs> you should see it. Yeah, that was good. All right. Well, yes, everybody, happy holidays out there. Have a great holiday season. Everybody, be safe. Have fun. Yep. Be healthy. Yeah. Will if be you need to next year, you know, you know, mental health wise, if you need to go watch some good stuff go watch some movies uh-huh. that helps me go listen to some music that helps me anyway absolutely just get outside don't and let be with it people yeah yeah go be with people people that you like um don't let the holidays stress y'all out i don't know why i went on that tangent but i just felt no, like i needed to yes <laughs> <It was needed. laughs> yes don't let the holiday season stress you out enjoy it enjoy yes it. and and remember It'll be over soon. We've just got a few more weeks left, and we'll, weeks. we'll be back to uh, back to it. You know, absolutely. Okay. All right, guys. There you go. Well, yeah. All right. We'll see you see next ya. year. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.